Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, nail tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each week we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and mentors who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals and made their successes. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode, which I think is episode 12 of the Inspiring Salon Professionals podcast. I'm going to be covering continued professional development today. Also known as CPD, it's a really, really important part of any salon professional's career. Um, it isn't necessarily, it's definitely not a career pathway, but it's definitely something that helps your pathway as you develop your skills and grow your um, position within the industry. I wanted to keep this episode fairly short this week because we've had a couple of big long episodes and also I've had a really, really hectic couple of weeks or perhaps a couple of months um, with Federation of Now Professional Work for build up of trade shows and running the competition last weekend, which was absolutely brilliant. And I just really wanted to just pop on this week and just do something that's a little bit lighter, but is really, really beneficial for everybody working in the salon industry, no matter what level you work at, whether you're training and an apprentice, there's always some other um, professional development you can be looking at, or whether you've someone that's had a salon for like 20 years, it's still an area that we all need to look at. So what is CPD? Continued Professional Development. It's something that you see across industry everywhere and it can be anything from a new technique to a new skill added to your collection on your portfolio of certificates. And you also need to recognise that a lot of education that's in our industry is directed at CPD and isn't new foundation knowledge for people that haven't had that skill previously. A lot of accredited training is targeting CPD or continued professional development and is there to enhance the underpinning skills that you would have learned on your level two or level three qualification when you first entered the industry. So why is CPD so important? Um, For me, it's always been about just enhancing your skill, keeping yourself current, keeping yourself up to date. And my portfolio of certificates numbers something near 100, I think it is, over the years I've been in industry. And I know that there's an awful lot of people out there that have got way more than I've got who have been in industry for longer than me, some who have been in industry less than me. But it really does depend on what kind of area you want to go into. And for some areas, you might find that in aesthetics, perhaps, that there's more add-on treatments that you can do, or in nails, there's an awful lot of nail art that you can do, and add-ons for different types of technique. And so all of those things count as, as CPD. I'm just going to give you a little list of some of the things that can be included And for some organisations, the Federation of Now Professionals, I know, as we've been just writing all the policy on this over the last year, is um, an organisation that does require its members to have CPD as part of their work profile and part of their dashboard. You'll find many other organisations that act as um, trade associations, membership organisations, also require you to have annual CPD and they will request that you keep records of everything that you do. CPD can be made up of many, many different things and it can, as I say, be something like going on um, a course where you are going to learn how to do 
something along the lines of a new lash treatment. So if you had previously done your NVQ level two beauty, you've worked on the lashes, you understand anatomy and physiology surrounding that area. Then when something like a a new treatment that came out a few years ago, the lash lift, um, that was a variation on lash perming. When you go and do that, that's CPD. If you are a qualified nail tech and you want to go and learn how to do one stroke or aquarelle painting or how to do extreme structures, all of that is CPD and it just adds to your skill base and that's what that area is about. So if you do hair and you've gone through college and got your NVQ two or three, if you go and do hair extensions, that would be CPD and it's all about adding and layering your skills so that you have a better chance of recruitment if you're going to be employed within a salon and also you have better opportunity to attract clients if you are working for yourself. Adding to your practical skills is really, really important and and making sure as well that if you haven't done a particular treatment for some time, a refresher course is a great way of adding to your CPD and just making sure that any skills that you had previously are still up to date and current because things do change. Products and techniques can change and vary from time to time. And also the national occupational standards can change. We've just had a massive change of those um, that have just been produced over the last few months. And so if you have been out of industry, it's always worth going back and checking the NOS and making sure that you are working to those standards. Those standards are there to protect you, to protect your clients and to ensure that you are working to a a consistent approach that is reflected across the whole industry is what the NOS are there for. But CPD can also come in many other forms and it doesn't have to mean taking time out of your business or taking time out of the salon where you work to go on a course. You can do things like attending a trade show, that is CPD, attending seminars, reading a book that is about the industry and can enhance your knowledge, taking business courses, all these kinds of things are all continued professional development and I think sometimes they're a little bit missed. You can even read an article in a magazine or one of our trade magazines and write a response to it. So if it's an opinion piece that someone's written, and I know I've, I've written a few pieces over the years, so you could go back and go through my, um, my back catalogue with Scratch. Um, and also there's many other ways that you can use written words, so people's blogs, Um, If there's stuff on YouTube that you've watched, you could do a a small essay piece on what you've seen on YouTube and how you can utilise that in your work. For this kind of CPD, it's all about just the comprehension of what it is that you're reading, understanding what it is, and basically forming an opinion about how you can use it and just documenting it um, as a Word document or something along those lines. And just so that you've got evidence of the piece that you've observed and read, and then you've got an evidence of what it is that you thought about that. And that will, it won't give you lots of points for your CPD, but those kinds of things are also quite good just to get the grey matter working and thinking about, you know, whether or not you agree with that person. You know, generally people that are in magazines have been in the industry for some time. They usually are asked to submit work for the magazines because of something that they've done within their careers that they're being recognized for and so sometimes you know they they can put across a really valid point and sometimes people disagree with them and if you're one of those people whether you agree or disagree it's sometimes a good thing just to reflect how you're feeling about those things and the changes in industry 
Another thing you could do for CPD is entering competitions like the one that I was um, competition director for last week for the NOW competitions. And that is a really, really valuable way of, of adding to your CPD. There is so much that goes into competition and the preparation and practice, the design work, how you're going to portray whatever it is that you're doing. All of these elements go towards how you are developing as a professional. You can't enter a competition without going through some kind of development process. And so it's recognised by most trade associations that if you do something like that, then you should be rewarded for it. Talking of the magazines, um, it's always something as well that you can consider. And I know it can seem quite scary, but submit something to the magazines. They all need copy for their Instagrams, for their Facebook pages, for their online presence, um, let alone the print version. And many of the magazines have sections where they look at particular areas of work and um, they ask for opinion. So get in touch, you know, speak to the features team, email them and just say, look, you know, I'd like to get involved in some way. Is there any way that I can? And as I say, it does seem quite daunting. And I know the first time I got asked to do anything with um, Scratch magazine, and I've also had a couple of pieces in um, professional beauty over the years and in Pro Beauty Loft There's and Salon magazine. I've been in quite a few magazines over the years. Now, I am quite used to it now, but when you're not, it can seem as I say, quite daunting. But go for it, you know, you never know. There's nothing like seeing pictures of your work in your industry magazine and being able to show that to your customers and your clients and being able to show them how well you're doing as a professional. Recording your CPD is really important and do go and get a portfolio that you can put your certificates into and somewhere that you can record them and have them to hand as well. I use a really great app called TurboScan and on there I've got photographs um, or like scanned images of every certificate that I've got. You never know when you're going to need it. And, and I have to say, just doing the trade shows recently, you know, on the Federation stand, it would be amazing if everyone had their certificates on their phones because it would make application to things like trade associations at trade shows a whole lot easier. And it's and you just don't you don't ever know when you're going to need those. So get yourself a little app where you can just store all those photos or have a favourites within your photo album on your phone and just keep your main certificates and um, and some of your most useful CPD because if you've got hundreds and hundreds like some people have it you may need to be a little bit more um, choosy about what you keep on your phone but you know your main certificates I'd suggest now to keep on your phone so that you do have them for those purposes when you just need to evidence what it is that you do and how qualified you are. CPD makes you far more employable. It makes you far more usable for clients. Um, if they can get all of their services with you, then why would they go anywhere else, you know? And it pays to, whether whether you're employed or self-employed, it really, really pays to try and get your clients having as many of their treatments with you as possible. It's good for the business, whoever's business it is. And um, and it just means, you know, don't don't try and convert the people that you don't know can just increase the quantity of treatments for the clients that you do have. And it will make life a whole lot better for the client because they have less places to go. And CPD really, really helps with this kind of um, skill building and making you grow as a therapist or as a stylist or technician, whichever area of the industry it is that you're in. So that's the end of my little CPD guide. I think that's probably enough to give people a taster of what it's all about and how it can benefit you 
and I'm just going to leave it there and wish everybody a great week and I will see you next week for the next episode and hopefully we'll have some great topics for you in the next couple of weeks. See you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Salon Professionals. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with other industry professionals you think may enjoy the show too. For links and further information, you'll find those in the show notes or on my website, www.suedavies.org. You can also hear more from me and join the Inspiring Salon Professionals community on the Facebook group. Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.